It is my great honor to introduce my guest today, Dr. Barbara Harbach, who is the composer who has a, a work that we're presenting on our program at the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art. Hello, Dr. Harbach, and welcome. Thank you. I'm delighted to be part of this very exciting and innovative project. Well, it's for the, uh, the viewers who are unfamiliar with your work, you have an extraordinary career uh, composing for a huge diversity of ensembles and in genres, including symphonies, string orchestras, chamber music, operas, film scores, ballet, works for piano, harpsichord and organ, choral anthems, arrangements for brass and organ, in addition to being an editor, a researcher and a performer uh, for 18th century uh, keyboard works and also for historical and contemporary works of uh, female composers. It's really astonishing the breadth of what you do. And I'm, I'm curious, uh, how does your writing or does your writing change in uh, composing for these huge variety of ensembles and performers? Oh, well, thank you for that introduction. Uh, I'm overwhelmed by it myself. <laughs> so, yes, well, thank you for saying all that, but I consider myself to be a melodist, a creator of melody, and that kind of runs through all of my works. I spent many hours logged onto an organ bench for years playing those glorious composers, Bach, Pachelbel, and Baroque composers. And so imitation, counterpoint, Canons, fugues are all part of my toolkit. So I've always had a tremendous admiration for Bach and, of course, for women creators, whether they were in literature, sculpture, painting, or fighters for freedom. I tend to combine my melodies that are suggestive of Bach style, the struggles of women creators as well as men, and I might add the wide open spaces of America that you hear in American solstice. Uh, that's that's really wonderful. I um, listening to uh, many of your recordings, uh, including uh, having performed American solstice before. I recognize now the signature element that you describe and this this quality of being a melodist of. Uh, which I can boldly say, not all composers are gifted. <laughs> and you certainly <laughs> or want are. To be. Yeah, or even want to be. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, American Solstice, which is the work that yeah. we're performing with the Arkansas Philharmonic Orchestra. Uh, would you tell us about the title of this piece? Yes, uh, I'm fascinated with the solstice that happens twice a year, which you all know. And I'm also very much interested in Americana, the motives and themes of America, early America. And I based American Solstice on an original fiddle tune that I wrote that captures something of the flavor and independence of the American frontier spirit. The second theme reflects the influence of the American hymn collection known as a sacred harp, yet I feel it features unexpected harmonies and yearning melodic lines that develop and interweave. And then the final part is an extended fugue built on the fiddle tune that kind of culminates in this exhilarating crowning statement of the theme. 
that's that's uh, that is, I think one of the best descriptors for the the fugue at the end of this work is exhilarating because it's there's so much momentum that's built up from the very beginning of the piece that arrives at this fugue and and I I um, I think that's it's one of the most exciting elements of this. Well, you 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 talk about creating this original uh, fiddle tune. Uh, was there a particular inspiration about uh, creating that tune and the other melodies that were in the piece? It's interesting. I grew up in the Appalachian Mountains in Pennsylvania with the nearest town six miles away. So there was not much interaction when I was a young kid except to practice, which turned out to be a good thing, actually, very much so. But I guess that I would say that the wide open spaces of the Pennsylvania with its mountains, the Appalachians, as well as the times that I lived in the Palouse in Washington state, as well as the rugged plains of Missouri from whence I just came. And now I'm in the arid, dry, marvelous Southwest. That's so fascinating. You know, uh, when people talk about wide open spaces, especially in context of music and and uh, uh, these these feelings of having openness. A lot of times, there's a stereotypical thinking of the American West, certainly the plains, uh, but in Pennsylvania, of course, and in Washington State, and there in New Mexico as well. We this country is imbued with wide open spaces, and that's fascinating because I can hear that in your music, and I think our yeah. listeners will also hear the openness from the very beginning of the work. Yeah. And the fiddle tune, I grew up with fiddle music, central Pennsylvania, being very rural. So brass bands, hearing fiddle music was sort of part of me, as well as the sacred harp. All of those early American hymn tunes, as well as spirituals, were very much a part of me. And they sometimes burst out when I least expect them. Well, it's a delightful collection of tunes that you've written, original tunes that create this sense. Uh, you mentioned your fascination and, and love of uh, Americana. Is it possible to um, uh, say that your music is part of an American style? And if so, what qualities, and this is a tough question, uh, what qualities really make something American or Americana? What makes a sound? Um, it's very interesting, and um, I'm glad you asked it because it makes me think about about it at all. I am deeply humbled, and I'm very much uh, thrilled when I'm compared in a little way to Aaron Copeland because he is the biggest icon of Americana, I think, that I know and love so much. And I think it's, it has to do a lot with that open spaces, accordings, fifths, octaves, fourths, in there and and kind of a, a top and a bottom middle is kind of sparse. So it gives that feeling of openness, like an open chord. In at the very beginning of this piece, when we hear those intervals that you just described, there is that sense over the pedals that may come, the low pedal notes and these intervals that are open that does give a sense of that. And I will say most assuredly that um, your music is uh, similar to and certainly at the same level as all these wonderful pieces by Aaron Copeland. And one of the interesting 
facts is that your work, American Solstice, was written with the same orchestration, the original small orchestration that Copland used for his iconic ballet, Appalachian Spring. And uh, that piece, uh, when I first performed American Solstice a couple of years ago, I paired with the, the Copeland and the comments that I received from our listeners uh, were exactly that. Oh my goodness, what, what an amazing <clears throat> partnership these two pieces created, not only because of the orchestration, but because of the writing and the melodies that were created, both chock full of original melodies. And uh, I'm excited that our <clears throat> patrons in, in Arkansas will be able to experience the same thing. I'm delighted that you are doing it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, this uh, there is a. I have one more question to ask you because our concert is partnered in collaboration with the museum's yeah. exhibition, Fashioning uh, America: Grit to Glamour. It was a concerted effort of the fashion industry to go to Europe, to Paris specifically, and to declare this is our American style. Your work, um, and I know your works have been performed in various places all over the world. Uh, do you feel that you are an evangelist, a musical evangelist, or somehow a torchbearer <laughs> for an American style in various places around the world? Yes, in a way, as, as many composers, I think, are. And when, let's just say, non-Americans hear my music, they go, yes, that's American. They, they get it from the rhythms and the melodies, the harmonies, the juxtaposition of different sections of a piece put together. And it's not quite the typical 19th century or early 20th century style. It's definitely something that I think comes from our country, like jazz comes from our country. Uh, so, yeah, it, I think it has um, an immediate, I hope, appeal to people who hear it for the first time. Well, I certainly think it does have that appeal, and I, I um, champion these qualities that are so unique and individual, which your works have. And, and American Solstice is, is such a, a delightful work that I think does exactly what the exhibition at the museum does uh, from fashion into music and makes a statement about an American style, but it's distinctly yours. And uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that our, our patrons are going to be able to experience this. One more question, as uh, th there is a um, uh, newly established and grossly overdue commitment to presenting music of female composers. Uh, I know that you do work in researching and editing, publishing and recording works that go several hundred years back and, and especially embracing the work of female composers. Do you feel that being a female composer has directed some of your writing or affected your career in some way? Anything you can share with us about that? Yes. When I became interested in recovering 18th century women composers, as well as some men who were overshadowed by the big names of the day. Uh, I felt that they need to be out, brought out, championed, presented, and let the public and audience choose and know. They will know after they hear it that it is very well done. And so, yeah, I mean, I have written on Hildegard von Bingen, 
a medieval composer, and Cassia, a ninth century composer. And then, of course, I'm inspired by literature, Willa Cather, Maya Angelou, and the list goes on, Emily Dickinson, Eleanor Roosevelt, Rosa Parks, all of these magnificent women who did something extraordinary at a time when we needed something extraordinary, and they did it. And so, I'm yes, I get very excited about that. Well. I am I'm so honored to chat with you again, and I am excited to present your work to the patrons in Arkansas. It fits this program perfectly. I think that your voice is one that is, um, is so exciting to hear and deserves to be heard. And uh, one of the reasons why I programmed it, uh, your piece, American Solstice, on this program is because it is such a, a great piece of music, but also uh, presents a style that is distinctly yours, that is distinctly American, and I think serves so many purposes well, and will be a great introduction to the patrons of the Arkansas Philharmonic to the music of Dr. Barbara Harbach. So thank you very much for being with me today and for writing this wonderful piece. Thank you. Thank you for the interview and the opportunity. And let me know, please let me know how it goes. The whole package sounds so exciting. I feel certain that the success will be yours and there'll be great acclaim for your piece. And I will <laughs> certainly share uh, the feedback I receive about that. So thank you very much for being with me today. Thank you.